Welcome to Feminist Without Mystique, a podcast where we process politics, sex, and the unrelenting firehose of bullshit in the news through an unapologetically feminist lens. Each week we begin by venting about the news, go deep on one important issue, call out terrible things happening below the top headlines in a segment called We See You, and then we'll end with something hopeful. Um, a reminder, if you're enjoying us, to recommend us to your friends, colleagues, whoever. You can throw us some money at Kofi, K-O-F-I. Follow us on the social meds. We are FWM Podcast on Instagram and Feminist Without Mystique on Twitter. Um, and we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Episode 201. Boop, boop. Thanks to everyone for their kind words on our 200th episode that was super appreciated everyone's just so sweet um thanks thanks folks Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so much has happened and yet trump has still not been arrested in the Mm. five years that we've been recording but the time might be nearing i mean hopefully this has been like i just there's a part of me. Well, we'll get into like a little bit of more like information about like what could happen, what's happening. But in terms of just general feelings, like there's part of me that's like, of course he's gonna like be indicted or go to jail. Like the amount of shit he's gotten away with to this point mm-hmm. is astronomical, and like <laughs> at a certain fucking point, something's got to give. But then the other part of me is like, justice. Hmm. Yeah. Is that something that is? count that we can count on especially when it comes to like allegedly rich or formerly rich or pretending to be rich um old white dudes you know Mm. Mm -hmm. i don't know but then like the murdoch shit like they went down so i don't know um but there are many many venues by which he could potentially um be indicted the the the, the hot one right now that's been someone referred to it as like the zombie case because it was like going away and coming back and going away and coming back as a Stormy Daniels um, sitch and for anyone who doesn't remember mm-hmm. um, what did she say his penis looked like a mush like a not a oh, mushroom yeah, like a mushroom a toadstool a toadstool a toadstool, <laughs> a toadstool. Um, but that's neither here nor there just worth mentioning uh, just worth mentioning um, yeah but the stormy situation uh, is, you know, she is a porn star, which is cool. Um, no, nothing. Sometimes people are shitty about that. Nothing wrong with being a porn star. Um, he was married and they allegedly had an affair, but like they had yeah. an affair. Yeah. And um, he's facing charges because uh, basically a hush money payment to her. Um, he says he never slept with her. Um, and that he was the victim of extortion, but basically Michael Cohen, his former lawyer and quote unquote fixer, um, paid Stormy Daniels 130 grand just before the 2016 election, like days before. Um, and Michael Cohen says that he did this because Trump wanted him to, because Stormy Daniels was going to go public, um, about when they had this extramarital sex and then Trump reimbursed Cohen while he was in the white house, um, and I guess the hush money payment itself wouldn't be the crime. Mm-hmm. It's how they were documented in the books of the Trump organization. So for the the crime would be bookkeeping fraud, which depending on different things could either be a misdemeanor or a felony. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
we can talk about this a little more. And then there's also like three other um, things going on that have a litany of potential charges. Like, mm-hmm. so this is the only one I saw that only had one potential charge um, that he would face. Yeah, it feels like there are, as far as I know, I think there are three major mm-hmm. cases in which he might be indicted or there might be criminal um a criminal indictment. Um, there's the Manhattan criminal case. The classified documents inquiry had to do with, it has to do with the FBI raid on Mm Mar-a-Lago from last year where they discovered like about a hundred documents bearing classification markings. The warrant said that there were three criminal laws that he was potentially breaking. Mm -hmm. The Espionage Act, uh, which criminalizes the unauthorized retention of national security secrets, obstruction, and concealing or destroying government documents. So that's that one. Um, And then there's the New York State Civil Inquiry, which is headed up by Letitia James, the New York Attorney General, Um, That one seeks to bar the Trumps um, from running a business in New York again. The Trump organization has already had to pay like millions of dollars in fees for operating like their company fraudulently um, and not really as a like a real business, I think. Um, This is a civil case. It's not a criminal case. Um, and then last but not least, because it feels like it might be the biggest one, is the Georgia Criminal Inquiry, which basically it's the criminal interference with the 2020 presidential election. A lot of information seems to be either leaked or has come out confidentially from the grand jury. Reports on the finding are still secret, but like people on the grand jury have talked confidentially to or have talked to press um and I think off the record, um, this is the one where basically like Trump literally said to the Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger to find eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, <laughs> the number that would be the exact number that he needed to beat President Biden in the state. Trump is not the only person who would be targeted in that investigation it would also be Rudy Giuliani um David Schaefer uh who is the leader of the Republican Georgia Republican Party and then there are other people as well so that one seems to be like we're just waiting on the grand jury report I don't really know when we're supposed to when that is actually gonna come out but it feels like it might be a huge deal Oh, and then there's the January 6th inquiries, which is still mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> yeah. The panel accused Trump last year of inciting a riot, um, inciting insurrection, conspiracy to defraud the United States and other federal crimes, LOL, um, and referred them to the Justice Department for possible prosecution. But, like, that's 100% not going to happen because it just seems like uh, – I don't know. doesn't seem like the Justice Department's going to want to actually prosecute a former uh, president on from like what they probably saw as a political panel, even though it really Mm -hmm. wasn't. Um, It was like led by Liz Cheney and um, was not. It just had tons of facts. It was like 900 pages uh, and so much like supporting documents of this like armed insurrection 
Um, yeah. Feels like there were a lot of facts we all saw. Anyone who watched, you don't doesn't doesn't take a rocket scientist to draw conclusions about that. Um, anyway, that was kind of a long little whatever, but there's civil stuff, there's criminal indictments. Um, yeah. I just am kind of, I'm impatient. Like, I wasn't thinking about this. It was all on the back burner. And then mm-hmm. it came up that Trump was like, oh, I might get arrested on yeah. Tuesday. And I was like, Where? what? Would <laughs> <laughs> tell me more? Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of, like, just the the massive amount of, like, potential charges he faces um, in regards to all these investigations, like, when you look at Mar-a-Lago, some of these potential charges Unauthorized retention of national security documents, obstruction, mishandling classified documents, contempt of court, conspiracy to make a false statement, January 6th slash overturning the 2020 election, uh, potential charges, obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to make a false statement, insurrection, um, Georgia election law investigation, election code violations, racketeering, which always sounds, racketeering, yeah, always sounds intense. And of course, in with the um, Stormy Daniels thing, the, the bookkeeping fraud, um, is a is the potential charge there so this is like a lot of there's a lot of meat to this and this not to yeah. <laughs> not to bring trump stakes into this <laughs> um trump university like like he's done so much like shady fucking shit yeah. like the man is sus as the youth were saying i don't know a year ago when did that when was that the thing oh I um, i'm the last person to know i'm i'm behind the times uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of and that's part of what gives me hope that he's going to um, actually go to jail or be and or be indicted because just the breadth of shit that he has done and the different, like you said, like the different, um, all the different cases against him. So uh, fingies, uh, fingies crossed. And it does seem likely that he is going to be indicted. Um, yeah. Well, and then when he was tweeting, he was... Uh, he was like calling his base to like to protest basically against his potential indictment. Um, Mm -hmm. And an interesting thing, people are not really doing it and police in major cities are like preparing for unrest. And there have been like some, some things here and there, but most of them have had more anti-Trump people there than pro-Trump. And apparently this like is funny in a sense, not funny, haha, but (laughs) Apparently, a lot of his supporters aren't, one, he has less supporters than he used to, but two, a lot of them aren't going to these because they think that they are going to be, like, undercover people trying to, like, pin violence on Trump supporters, like, falsely, mm-hmm. which is, like, rich for a number of reasons. One, there has been violence instigated by Trump supporters, and it's almost always by Trump supporters, yeah. and, but the other Trump supporters think that's fake because they wouldn't possibly do that, so fake yeah. news, ah, and then... Of course, we've seen, um, like, right-wing people inciting violence at, like, peaceful protests for, th- like, against things like police brutality. Mm-hmm. So it's just an interesting um, that they're sitting home because they're like, oh, no, 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 it's a, they're going to try to pin it on us. It's like, yeah. honey, please do stay home. Yeah. But, um, no. Yeah. No. 
I mean, and it's sort of an interesting dynamic, this idea that there's been reports of like Trump really wanting to actually have like a mugshot and like a perp walk and like all this stuff because he's thinking of it as a spectacle and a way to rally his base. Mm -hmm. Whereas if he had to appear in court like via a video link or it wasn't like Mm -hmm. he didn't get the right pictures, people would think that he wasn't either really arrested or... You know, so there's this sort of like very bizarre element of spectacle that is just um, I guess it tracks with Trump and everything that he's always mm-hmm. been about. But it's it's crazy that that extends even to him getting uh, arrested, potentially. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like he's ex- he thinks it's going to help him politically. Yeah, which like, like I don't think- know if you've li- been listening to like Ron DeSantis recently, but um, <laughs> I try our, like, not to, but yeah, it's been popping up. My our God. permanent we see you to like Ron DeSantis in Florida, uh, like MVP of the list. He just, but um, he had like some sort of funny political quip where like or very like cheeky quip when someone asked about Trump and the Stormy Daniel stuff. He was like, "Well, I just wouldn't know." you know, what goes into some sort of hush money payment to a porn star or something like he just like was like, I'm not familiar with what that process looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) he's distancing himself. (laughs) And it's like, you're, you're not better than him, though. But no, you know, but what fight each other, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Also, like you said, because like, it's not like this is one thing. This isn't like Nixon hiding, like, like, You know, it's just it's not like one scandal. It's like a culmination of many, many, many instances Mm -hmm. in different ways of thinking that you're totally above the law and being proven right over and over like so Mm -hmm. far, you know. Um, But not only is there the list of crimes that you that you rattled off, (laughs) um, there's also all the people around him that have already gone to jail and served time in federal prison Mm -hmm. As a result of actions they took, obviously, at his behest. Um, Alan Weisselberg is like a longtime business associate. He's chief financial officer of the Trump um, organization. And he uh, pled guilty to 15 felonies, including failing to pay taxes on $1.7 million in income. And, uh, you know, he, so he he's the most recent person, I think, to have... Uh, gone to jail um tax fraud and company de- dealings and all sorts of like um sort of criminal charges but rick gates um worked as a deputy to paul manafort he was indicted um and pled guilty to charges of conspiracy and lying to investigators paul manafort himself um a jury found him guilty of tax fraud and bank fraud. He also pled guilty to charges related to money laundering, witness tampering, and lobbying violations. Michael Cohen was Trump's personal attorney. He pled guilty. He was also VP of the Trump Organization. He pled guilty in August 2018 to eight counts, including campaign finance violations, tax fraud, and bank fraud. Um, and then he, the charges also related to the hush money payments to women who said they had sexual encounters with Trump, not just Stormy Daniels. There were others. George Papadopoulos, another advisor in the Trump presidential campaign, um, 
pled guilty to lying to the FBI regarding um, communications with individuals who claim to have ties to prominent Russian officials. Roger Stone uh, arrested and pled guilty on seven counts, including lying to Congress, obstruction of an official proceeding, and witness tampering. This was all related to Robert Mueller's investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 election. Michael Flynn um, was a national security advisor to Trump, and he was uh, he pled guilty to making false statements to the FBI regarding his Russian contacts. Uh, George Nader, informal foreign policy advisor to Trump, indicted and reached a plea deal January 2020 related to charges of possessing child pornography and transporting a minor for sex. Cool. Great. Awful. Like, come on. I mean, Elliot Brody, Trump's 2016 presidential campaign uh, fundraiser involved in the inaugural committee, guilty in October of 2020, pled guilty to carrying out a secret lobbying campaign in exchange for millions of dollars. Steve Bannon. <laughs> I mean, oh, like, I'm tired and I haven't and thought bored. about him in a while. Right? I mean, this is crazy. He, um, he was convicted by a grand jury of contempt of Congress over his refusal to comply with a subpoena to appear before the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th riots. Um, he also was indicted for allegedly defrauding donors to a crowdfunding campaign to help build Trump's long-promised wall with Mexico. Mm. Uh, and then when he was arrested, he was arrested on the yacht of a Chinese billionaire who then himself was later also arrested. <laughs> so just like, crimes, crimes, mm. crimes, crimes. Yeah, <sighs> all around him. It's yeah. like, it feels... I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, when you think about all of these people arrested for things that he was connected to and arguably had more of a role in, um, it, it begs the question, when is it time to chop the head off the beast? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Hmm. All, all the people in the January 6th riots um, and insurgencies, like, or maybe not all, but many of them said, we thought Trump was coming with us. You know, and in the reports, Trump said he wanted to come and he was literally being driven against his will by the FBI. Like he wanted to go to the Capitol and be with this group of people. He said, quote, they're not going to hurt. They're not there to hurt me. It's like he but they are there to hurt other people. And he didn't give a shit. I mean, whatever. We get into like this is like rehashing just like the Trump night, the nightmare that was the Trump administration. But like. This man is responsible for all manner of uh, high-level criminality, uh, and he surrounded himself with criminals, as we've just... These are just the people that, like, pled guilty or were found guilty. Um, But I think there's a lot of places that, like, the light doesn't touch and the Justice Department decides not to go after um, Mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. Like, they want to have an ironclad case. It's not worth... Juice isn't worth the squeeze. But, like... I just, man, I really, really, it's a bleak time that we're living in for, like, so many reasons. But I think you and I, like, there's a, we kind of talked about this a little last week, I think, when it came to the 200 episodes and all that's gone on in the last five years. One thing is that just, like, all this criminality has kind of been normalized. Mm -hmm. And, like, Trump actually having to face any sort of real repercussions for his criminality would be so huge in terms of restoring 
um, some dignity to like our the leadership in our country and to kind of signal to other people that you can't get away with this. Like at some point justice will come for you. Um, I, I think like, I think often about like, you know, my grandparents and not like them not letting me have like champagne when it was, uh, new year's Eve, like one month before my 21st birthday. And my grandmother just like constantly saying like, honey, it's illegal. It's illegal. And I, and like, you know, it's against the law and kind of just like instilling this sort of like, it's against the law, but then they voted for Trump. They Mm -hmm. continue to support Trump in his endeavors. And it's like, I want people who have, you know, the drumbeat of it's illegal. It's against the law. It, It has to be, it has to be that then, that has to be applied to everyone. And and certainly the president of the United States, as we've like, we c- keep coming back to, like he is not above the law. He shouldn't be above mm-hmm. the law. And in order to feel like any sort of sense of, I don't know, any sort of restoration of justice um, and closure after that presidency, like he really, I, I mean, I'll be surprised if he actually does get arrested, but I have found myself getting my hopes up all week, refreshing Twitter and the New York Times. Like, uh, I no, want it so bad. <laughs> Pinky's crossed. Um, and he said, Trump has said that he's going to run in 2024, even if he's charged with a crime. And legally, I guess he can do that. <laughs> Um, and there are people saying that, oh, but an indictment with criminal charges could really, like, kill his chances at re-election. And I'm just not really, like, confident in that <laughs> fucking all. No. Like, this ties in well with what you were saying about, you know, being like, well, it's against the law. But then turning around and supporting Trump. It's like, you can't apply, like, rationality and, you know, thoughtfulness to... Trump voters, by and large, like now they're going to be dissuaded. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure a few. I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be a few. But like, by and large, no. I don't see this hurting him with his base because his base believes in him, and whatever he says is the gospel. So yeah, it doesn't really unless he's. This doesn't hurt his chances, in my opinion, unless he's literally, in, like, in jail. And then, can't you know, as long as he's able to run, mm-hmm. it doesn't really fucking matter what he does. Like you said, he could, like, kill someone in Times Square and he'd still have, you know, his supporters. Um, mm-hmm. So unless he's, like, not allowed to run, I don't think his chances are going to be um, negatively impacted by any of this. Because a lot of this has been, going, like... Yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't think so. Um, and that being said, it's like, and then people are like, well, this is politically motivated because they don't want him to win. And it's like, no, nah. I mean, if anything, the fact that it's taken this long mm-hmm. is jarring. Um, yeah, it's like people are like, oh, they'll come for you next. If they can come for him, they can come for anyone. It's like, um, I haven't done this shit. Yeah. They can't come. I haven't done any of this. They I want them to me. come for people who are doing this stuff. Please come for those people. <laughs> exactly. Let people with like petty crimes and like weed possession off and mm-hmm. let them out of jail and then come after these motherfuckers. When in reality, these motherfuckers are treated more fairly, even though they tend to do 
more damage than it's it's ah. fucked like no he deserves everything that's coming to him and more of mm-hmm. everything that i hope comes to him i don't know um i don't think anything anyone's ever come around him but uh <laughs> yeah once again i digress <laughs> no i think you're i think you're right i mean and it's like i yeah i fail to see how it could possibly be politically motivated too. We're in the Biden administration. It's Merrick Garland, who's like the attorney general. This is a very moderate, moderate, moderate group of people. And like mm-hmm. the attorney general in, in Manhattan, fine. Okay. Maybe they're super Democrat, but also like the attorney general in Georgia. I mean, these criminal indictments, they have to make their way through so many layers of court bureaucracy in like different Trump appointed areas, Trump appointed judges. Like the judicial system is not full of Democrats um, or even moderates at this point. Like the evidence has to be pretty overwhelming that there was um, intentional criminal activity uh, for us to even get anywhere. And even then, there's all these like backroom assessments that it's not worth it it's probably not good for the country like I could see Biden by the way pulling a um Gerald Ford and just like pardoning um Trump for any crimes and just saying the nation needs to move on which would be horrific um you know like but I could totally see Biden doing that um and it's because he's from a different era um and like we're just so I think like as a country, we're so beyond that there needs to be consequences to set us up for being on a path where future presidents like, you know, and future politicians like can't get away with this like rampant criminality. I mean, come on, like we all we've been doing is rewarding these people. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm just so eager. I'm so such an eager beaver for him to be please, please. I know it would be. It reminds me of when I thought perhaps COVID would do justice in, in a different sense. Um, yeah, Donald Trump. But this, this feel. I mean, there's. This is backed by the law, whatever the fuck that means. I mean, the law in this country is very. Um, it's not really wielded in a in a just um, manner, but I mean, like we've said, the amount of shit against him. A lot of like experts are saying it's very likely he will be indicted, um, and if not in this, and saying like specifically in the Stormy Daniels hush money thing, and even and if not in that, there are dozens of other charges he's facing potentially. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's it doesn't. And I wonder what made him think, what made him decide, like, that he is going to go to jail. Like, what information he, you know, mm-hmm. when he, not tweet, when he set out that, that message about it. When he truth um, social about it or whatever. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck that thing is. Um, yeah, very, very curious. But fingies crossed. I know this is definitely one of those things where it's like, you go to your phone every so often during the day and just refresh. Yep. You know, Trump news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to do? Cause really for after a while, it was just sort of like, no, nothing's going to happen to the guy, yeah. you know, or if it does, I don't know. Like I can't waste my, my mental energy on it mm-hmm. um, because he never, he never sees any sort of justice. So it's very hopeful, especially in this, like, you know, 
sometimes hellscape that we live in the idea that like this man who was responsible for so much like fucking bullshit and and like some of his legacy still remains and policies he's enacted are hurting people and continue to and the the people that he riled up and the ideologies that became more front and center that decided to come out of their like creepy little hidey holes um he i hate to give him that amount of credit but mm-hmm. he fucking bumbled his way into accomplishing accomplishing isn't the right word but getting a lot of really shitty shit done mm-hmm. um through very sketchy means and uh, it's time to pay the piper donald yeah the old shit yeah <laughs> Oh, that's such an elegant way to end it. <laughs> or to end <laughs> the topic. Because <laughs> I concur. <laughs> yes. um, one thing before we, like, move into We See You is because we didn't really do, like, news at the top. I dove right oh, into my... I was just thinking, yeah, yeah. news at the top. Ah. I know. I just, like, dove so excitedly into this, like, anticipatory <laughs> Trump. <laughs> um. I what are you thinking on the conversation around um TikTok potentially being banned? I don't I mean I I haven't gotten my monfluencing under underway yet so I want to be hurt, you know, financially. <laughs> uh, but it's I mean I don't know. It's the kind of thing where it's like I've had it on my phone. I'm just sort of like I does China just have access to all my shit? I don't know. Whatever. Like every all these apps I have, everything I have, all these <laughs> digital fingerprints I have. I'm assuming all all manner of people and and country have access to them, and <laughs> it's like I don't love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm just I've accepted defeat. I guess like because I personally, what 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 do you what do I have that is going to be of any threat to national security or you know this or that? Um, I mean, certainly if things escalated and people you know it could i don't like it things could escalate in a way where people could be harmed and impacted in different ways um and privacy is important in theory it's just me personally i've come to terms with how a lot of these apps um work but if yeah if tiktok gets banned while biden is president i fear that the youth who have been so lovely in terms of coming out to the polls mm-hmm. and voting blue are going to be like, they took my TikTok away. Yeah. But but part of me is like, well, can they just make like a new, like, like how Trump made <laughs> true true social. social, like a new TikTok that isn't, you know, yeah. like eventually it would become also, like they all make their money off of your data. Right. Um, in different ways. So I, I don't know. But hopefully if it is um, banned, Gen yeah. Z can get a new one out there and then they won't be mad about it and they won't take it out on the world. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I fear you're totally right that if, if this gets banned or if there's a movement to ban it under Biden, which there kind of is like, Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt his election more, his election chances and Democrats chances Mm -hmm. more than anyone else or more than any other issue and like other down ballot races will be affected too because the question will literally just be like are you are you okay with banning tiktok like kind of like how republicans are you know 
throwing around the word woke and critical race theory like has to be responded to in every like how do you feel about drag brunch yeah. it's like what no I mean you know so I feel like that for Democrats it's gonna be like are you down with banning TikTok I also don't like fundamentally you know banning an app that is yeah. like for any reason um I feel like you know, I don't understand exactly, like, it's supposedly because of the national security concerns. I want to know, like, what exactly about, what, like, what specifically is the national security concern? Because mm-hmm. I'm open, like, my ears are open to hearing, like, what, but I, I want to know way more specifically, are they literally spying on, like, absolutely everything? Every American who has TikTok downloaded, can they, like, get access to my Apple card and like my Mm -hmm. passwords and like everything? Or is it like just banal data, but they're weaponizing that? Like where on the spectrum of national security are we, what are we talking about here? Because censoring it is something that makes me very squidgy and it feels like the antithesis of what the country kind of stands for generally. Yeah. I would love to know what the national security threat is as well. Um, if that's the, you know, if that's the justification they're going to use. And to be fair, I think there's plenty of Gen Z when it be single issue TikTok voters. But I think we are in a country where a lot of people are single issue voters. And I think that perhaps there would be plenty of fucking people um, who would be TikTok single issue voters who come out to the polls for TikTok and... I mean, it hurts me inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> to think about that. I know. I don't like the but... phrase t- single issue TikTok voter. Mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Ooh, 2023 bingo here. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that out of the hat. My God. Um, yeah. So it's, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have cautious faith in Gen Z that they're not, they wouldn't do that to us but some would <laughs> and there and maybe enough and maybe enough of us you know are we all the old are we an older generation I mean we're older than them but are we like an, we're like we're not middle-aged even yet some of us are millennials but yeah we're in our early 30s that's not we middle-aged are. yet is it no I think of 40 no. is middle-aged yeah me too until I'm 40 but, I know and then that's um, still young <laughs> yeah but like fair enough that like plenty all all of the generations have fucked shit up in one way or another different Mm -hmm. blocks of voters within each generation so maybe the gen z's shitty block is going to be the tiktok block tiktok the tiktok block um but hopefully it doesn't get to that unless i mean if it is a valid national security threat then like you know let us know maybe he can make a tiktok video about it like Uh. you know (laughs) or it's a little dance but um yeah i don't know i'm Keep my eyes on it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just watching it. Very interested. Not totally. uh, You know, I'm sure it would be a good thing for my mental health if TikTok did go away. But I also get recipes from there. So and there are lots Mm. of creators. I mean, lots of people have made their whole career on TikTok. So I I don't take that lightly either. Like a lot of people Mm -hmm. have really made themselves on TikTok. And um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure their followers will follow them elsewhere because people are going to congregate somewhere else. You know, it's like, yeah, there, there was a time where if we got rid of MySpace, we would all have been like, no, <laughs> no, end of the world. You know, it's like eventually 
Like, TikTok can't have this hold forever. Like, Facebook's kind of, it's still around. I, I'm, I still have it for some fucking reason. But mm-hmm. um, these, no, nothing lasts forever. And TikTok, you're not um, the exception. Or maybe you are. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, any other news stuff that's kind of uh, you're thinking about that are on, it's on your on your brain? Um, gosh, not not particularly. I mean, there's plenty of things. I've just been a little more disconnected this this week. Yeah, you've um, had a you've been on intensive uh baby duty <laughs> yes i was to make the long story short i was staying at my brother's uh for a few days with my daughter and um their kids are older so they're not baby proofed and their um house is much bigger than mine and so i was basically just like running like physically running after my toddler all day every day versus like combination of running and going into a room yeah where things are sectioned off and I can sit and play with her mm-hmm. um so it it's um and I can't like just look at my phone while I'm like no because she wants to go up and down the stairs she wants to run and find glass and she wants to is that stove hot let me try and find it like Oof. just really a beautiful fun little maniac so um I was basically just running around after her then falling asleep oh my, my, my week for the most part so I'll I'll catch up on the rest of it but the Trump story has been what you know Scarlett it's nap time yeah <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yep 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 uh all right well then now for we see you all righty Florida oh Florida. my god every week we should just have a Florida section at this point <laughs> I know it's just be we see Florida mm-hmm. um so uh there is a uh bill proposed um quote-unquote sexual health bill and one of the things it would do would ban girls under a certain age from talking about menstrual cycles in school um and it would basically mean that before grade six, girls, well, kids wouldn't be allowed to talk about menstrual cycles at all in school. Um, and the question was asked, um, so if little girls experience their menstrual cycle in fifth grade or fourth grade, would that prohibit conversations from them since they're in the grade lower than sixth grade? And then McLean, who's behind this bill, said it would. Um, and it's girls get their periods at 10 mm-hmm. even like nine and eight sometimes nowadays and even if you're not getting your period yet the idea that you're not allowed to talk about it is so many steps backwards in terms of making menstruation this like dirty little secret like othering people who menstruate um and it's just like stigmatizing in a weird way and shaming um, when it's already something that a lot of people who get periods feel weird and shame and like whatnot about. And then you tell them that they can't talk about it at school. Ugh. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and that the, I saw a lot of like 
headlines and social media posts that were like, Florida ba- bill bans young girls from discussing periods in school. Um, but in the bill, there's other shit too. It also calls for schools to teach, quote unquote, how sex is determined by biology and reproductive function at birth and that these re- reproductive roles are binary, stable, and unchangeable. Um, so it's also an anti-trans bill wrapped up in, in there as well, um, which we're seeing so many of uh, record-breaking numbers of. So this bill managed to wrap them both up into into one, um, mm-hmm. which is so... Which also, that bit about teaching how sex is determined by... Blah, 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 that's not true. So it's... <laughs> Yep. Teaching false information to kids and preventing kids from talking about their like a biological process that takes place in like about half of the kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Once again, another example of an attack on like school and on education and on like facts and, and reality and attack on trans kids attack, you know, fuck this. Fuck Florida and fuck you, McLean, for this awful, awful bill. Yeah, uh, that's awful. Um, since we're on a Florida jag, like, I just, yeah, we're on a Florida jag here, so I'm going to go with my Florida one, which is another bill that's in a, coming up in Florida uh, that targets diversity, equity, or inclusion on college campuses. It's mm. with the state Senate now. Um It advances a bill that would ban state colleges and universities from using funds to, quote, promote, support, or maintain any programs or campus activities that espouse diversity, equity, or inclusion, or critical race theory. Uh, And it would also give the state's Board of Governors the ability to remove, quote, any major or minor that is based on or otherwise utilizes pedagogical methodology associated with critical race theory. It was passed by the House. This is HB 999. And it's now before the Senate. um, And then it will head to DeSantis's desk and he will surely sign it. There are lots of concerns raised about this bill. I feel like, comma, obviously. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, a lot of people worry that it's far too vague, the language in the bill, and will be used to um, ban activities that just promote multiculturalism, um, multicultural student unions, black fraternities and sororities, courses in Jewish history, women's studies, and LGBTQ studies. It's giving power to the uh, Florida um, State Board of Governors, um, like, that's really, I don't think, falls ever within their jurisdiction. So um, I hate that. Um, all sorts of, um, you know, this is censorship, kind of just like what you're talking about, and what we've talked about before. Um, and it's also creating um, language and state-sponsored coercion, basically. It's a chilling effect, at, at a minimum, a chilling effect on um, these classes, these student unions, um, student groups, um, and it's absolutely not neutral in terms of like allowing this stuff. It's, uh, it bothers me for a variety of reasons, but I hate that like often conservatives will decry censorship and then go ahead and enact like the most (laughs) narrow, vicious, um, like rules themselves. Um, and I don't know. I don't even see, like, any real justifiable reason for this. Um, it's 
it just like limits free speech. I mean, which is another thing that occasionally Republicans really care about, but then not really, not when, you know, they're they're the first to jump onto these deeply um, concerning um, limits on free speech in public institutions and higher learnings uh, and, and higher learning. Uh, the American Historical Association uh, condemned the bill, writing, quote, we express horror, not our usual, quote, concern at the assumptions that lie at the heart of this bill and its blatant and frontal attack on principles of academic freedom and shared governance central to higher education in the United States. This is not only about Florida, it's about the heart and soul of public higher education in the U.S. and about the role of history, historians, and historical thinking in the lives of the next generation of Americans. Um, I couldn't agree more. I feel like this is super, super dangerous. Again, like a step towards um, fascism is like really being able to manipulate what students are learning in um, classrooms. And I have a a related we see you the next one that's kind of about this. So it's just like this is happening. It's it's happening fast. It's happening fast of high frequency and we should all be worried and, and watching out for it. We see you. We see you. Um, there have been, obviously there've been plenty of attacks um, on reproductive rights and on the right to abortion. Um, and Wyoming has become the first state to uh, explicitly ban the use of pills for abortion. Um, which is not to say medication abortion is already outlawed in the States that have, the bans in general um, but this comes after the pills specifically and of course there's the other attempts to try to stop them from being able to be you know provided via mail things like that but this wyoming um bill is interesting because they have only one abortion provider uh in the whole state a women's health clinic in jackson and they only provide medication abortions um so interesting there and mm -hmm. there was a previously enacted abortion ban in the state that's been blocked by the courts, saying that it violated the Wyoming state constitution's guarantee of freedom and healthcare decisions. But this abortion ban, this medication abortion ban, is attempting to go around the constitutional provision um, because it specifically the writing of it says that abortion is not healthcare. So it's very, very nefarious. Um, it's also worth noting that the abortion uh, medication itself is only, you're only able to use it in earlier pregnancy. So it's also, you know, coming at the, there's a lot of people that get up in arms about the, the late term abortions, even though mm -hmm. that's not, it's, there's so much, there's so much falsehood around what that means. And it's never, someone killing a baby right it's always either the person who's pregnant's life is at risk or um the the fetus is not going to be able to live either way mm -hmm. um, but the the pills themselves only are you're only able to use them earlier on in pregnancy so this is coming for coming for them so it's it's scary to see the the ways in which they are trying to, if it's not working, if their attempts to outlaw abortion, is, if they're not working, that they will try something new. Mm -hmm. um, so we see you. And that is very scary, Wyoming. Ugh, we see you. I'm so glad that you did that one. Um, very scary. 
Um, in keeping with uh, Florida and censorship, because there's just so many examples, um, want to call attention to um, the revision of uh, the story of Rosa Parks in um, a Florida textbook. Um, the screen grab that I'm looking at, and it's been verified, like the New York Times um, wrote about it, and I also checked Snopes just to make sure, like, this wasn't something that was doctored and kind of made the rounds, but no, this has been um, revised educational materials um, where a publisher made significant changes uh, to tell the story of Rosa Parks um, in an effort to comply with Florida's new quote, Stop Woke Act. Um, they removed any mention of race. Uh, there's a picture of Rosa Parks. There's a picture of the bus, and it says, Rosa Parks showed courage. One day she rode the bus. She was told to move to a different seat. She did not. She did what she believed was right. Uh, I mean. That's what it's about. Don't don't give up your seat on the bus. The end. All right. I mean, I I don't really I feel like that should sit on its own. It's pretty obvious why that's fucked up and strips all crucial context in American history from what was going on and what she did. Um, It's stripping out racism. um, And it's, you know, this is the way that Ron DeSantis wants everyone to learn about American history. And honestly, it's the way that a lot of us, we we did learn about history with a lot of racism stripped out of it already, you know? Yep, yep, yep. yep. So this has been like, we were trying to course correct by bringing more of the truth of our ugly history into textbooks so that kids can learn uh, exactly what happened. But um, yeah, removing racism from the Rosa Parks story is really unconscionable, obviously. Duh. And if you were a child reading about this, you would never, I'm sort of paraphrasing from um, Benjamin Seaman on Twitter tweeted about basically how like you wouldn't understand the difference between what Rosa Parks did and like, you know, seeing someone not want to give up their seat on Delta and swap with someone like you would have no fucking idea what the difference was. So anyway, we see you. (laughs) We see you. Um, all right. This one uh, um, is very sad and upsetting. All right. Um, so there was a, a man in Mississippi, um, whose body was found in November and his, family says that a newly released autopsy report shows that he was murdered um i mean his body i don't like to be graphic but his body was dismembered so obviously that's not like a natural causes type of situation um and this man rasheem carter he was last seen um october 2nd his body was found on november 2nd and apparently the day before his disappearance, he had gone to the Taylorsville police department and reported that he feared for his safety because men were after him and his family believes his killing might've been racially motivated. Um, Rasheem Carter uh, was a black man. So there, and the, the sheriff's department um, at the time that his body was found said they believed there was no foul play and they didn't indicate what led them to finding his body. So this fucking reeks. Um, A black man found obviously murdered, had gone to the police saying he was worried. His family says they believe it was racially motivated. The sheriff's department said they believe there was no foul play. Um, Yeah, something else is going on here. Um, 
I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this is seems like a very fucking obvious cover up of, of some sort. Um, so we see you. I just wanted to bring this story up. Yeah, we see you. That's so fucked up. Uh, my last one is um, an Idaho hospital, the Bonner General Health uh, System, um, which is the only hospital in Sandpoint in Idaho, um, is going to stop delivering babies um, because doctors have been leaving over the near total abortion ban. It drives doctors away. And the hospital said the lack of, um, you know, basically the lack of resources for these doctors and the fact that there aren't any more of them really wanting to be here. Um, it meant that they were no longer going to provide labor, delivery, and a host of other obstetrical services. Um, so that leaves the like 9,000 residents of Sandpoint having to drive 46 miles to the nearest labor and delivery uh, care center. Um, and the hospital said that the, elim- the elimination of the obstetrics unit stemmed from, quote, the political climate in Idaho. Highly resp- And this, they go on to say, quote, highly respected, talented physicians are leaving. Recruiting replacements will be, an ex- will be extraordinarily difficult. Uh, we've made every effort to avoid eliminating these services. Um, we hoped to be the exception, but our challenges are impossible to overcome now. Look, this is extraordinarily dark. Um, we're a country where we uh, have much higher maternal mortality than um, any other country is kind of in our socioeconomic bracket globally um we are so much worse off um and this is uh you know just another one of these situations where there's also a chilling effect there's um, a near total ban um of abortion care in idaho but any that are even narrowly of um would narrowly be allowed doctors don't want to provide because they are afraid that they would um face prosecution it would be debatable they you know they have threats of prison time um for violating state law um yeah and so um this is extremely serious it's happening across the country and like people are going to suffer and frankly like die because of this because of the lack of services because of physicians leaving because they're worried about being prosecuted and women who can't get to the uh, pregnant people who can't get to the doctor in time um it's far for someone in labor to go. 46 miles? Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Mm. Even if you're speeding, I can't I, I can't do the math, but I'm assuming that's like if you're speeding, it's still going to take you over 30 or 45 minutes speeding, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, depending on what the MPH is, you know, the depending on what the laws are i don't know what the what the if it's like a highway what's the speed what's i know the speed i'm assuming is, this you know? is so ignorant i'm assuming like because in idaho i feel like you can go pretty fast without people yeah, really caring like 70 and a lot of 80 it's not like getting stuck in the like seattle to get somewhere but still i just i mean god it's awful yeah. and we're so not prioritizing the care of pregnant people and, yeah. and babies but for the pro-life I constituents. I thought it was about babies. I thought it yeah. was about the family and pro-life. It, of course, doesn't. So, yay. Mm. <laughs> um, I had a good thing from CNN. I put it Ooh. in my notes. Oh. I can. AI. Um, did I send it to you? It's like I wrote. I a, a, so. Why didn't I have the link? My good thing says AI deterring breast cancer four years before it develops. Dot dot dot. <laughs> um, do a little giggle. Do it. In the meanwhile, let's talk about nudie. 
Yeah. The, uh, the pet rodent. Uh, all right. Louisiana. Um, so anyone who doesn't know about what nutria, N-U-T-R-I-A, what that animal is, they're these, they're technically rodents, but they're very cute. They're these little, like, round beaver-looking creatures. Um, so this couple in Louisiana adopted this this pet, Nutria um, Nudie, who they had rescued. Um, and they describe him, this 22-pound water rat liked to stick his head out of Denny's pickup truck like a beagle. He ate a mostly vegetarian diet, but sometimes got Popeye's fried chicken as a treat. Um, so apparently there was um, a move to ban allowing having Nutrias as, as pets. Um, because they say they cause damage to crops and marshes and the coastline and they were going to seize Nudie. Um, but Nudie wasn't there when they came to seize him and they said that they'd be back. Anyway, (laughs) apparently they fought for Nudie and the public rallied around Nudie and (laughs) Nudie gets to fucking stay living their life with their family. They're not getting taken. Um, yeah here's one for nudie because they're not you know when they worry about invasive species doing these things nudie's not out there doing that shit nudie's nudie's living in the house nudie's Nudie's, living in the house nudie's living in the house he's he's not messing around with all that other stuff so it's nice that there was an exception because pet like pets become part of your family and like i know there are bigger fish to fry in the world and i wish people could rally around other things like they rallied around nudie yeah but by god i'm happy for nudie (laughs) the thought of them like y'all google him and his cute little fat little water rodent body like the thought of them coming and taking him away that's so would be so sad gutting so yes nudie i'm so glad so glad for you Oh, that, that is really feel good. He Nudie. looks very cute. He's so cute. <laughs> I want one. I want one. Maybe this is the problem. <laughs> everyone's got Everyone one. Everyone wants <laughs> one. You let Nudie stay, everyone's yeah. got one. Um, this is, uh, the CNN story was that researchers at MIT developed a system that uses artificial intelligence to help predict future risk of developing breast cancer. Um, uh it like tells it can tell a woman that you're at high risk for developing breast cancer before you develop it. Um, so this is um, the medical director at the Louder Breast Center at the at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. So that's cool. It's nice to yeah. see AI being used for good and like that kind mm-hmm. of gives me when AI feels like we're all like careening towards a dark place very quickly. Yeah. I love hearing something that feels like, oh, wow, we could use it towards preventative care. Let's do it. Yay. Yay. Yeah. So these creepy chatbots. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. All right. Good. Cool. Cool. Wow. Well, on that note, Feminists Without Mystique is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Bye. Bye.